Hey, movie fans, welcome back to After the Credits, where we break down the latest and greatest movies, including our favorite scenes, quotes, trivia, and even how we think it should have ended. Grab a bowl of popcorn and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome back to After the Credits uh, with hey! Tyler and Dylan in the dungeon. We are, uh, again, just Cheetah and myself talking about one of the best comedies ever made of, of all time. If you don't know by the opening quote that I said, if you don't know what movie this is, um, I am disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, we are talking about Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, the first Anchorman, in my opinion, the good Anchorman. Yeah. And yeah. in a lot of people's opinion, the good Anchorman. Yeah. The second one, this is all right. It's it was okay. All right. It was okay. But the first one. It's, it, I think it, it falls under the category of a, a it, it's a the, the sequel treatment, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Stereotypically. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. It's, it's, yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we are talking about Anchorman. It's, uh, it's it, again, like one of my favorite comedies mm-hmm. of, of all time. Um you know, ranked up there as as one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. So, absolutely, um, yeah. Let's get into this. So, the release date of this movie was July ninth, two thousand four. Um, from what I remember, pretty decent year for movies. Dylan, you got uh, any good films that were that came out in two thousand and four? Boy, do I. Um, <laughs> how about a little movie called Dodgeball? Oh my goodness, a true underdog story. Yeah. Um, we have Napoleon Dynamite. Oh my God! Uh, that came out. Just fucking bangers for mm-hmm. comedies. Yeah. Uh, Meet the Fockers. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Euro Trip. I never, I never Amazing. watched it, but um, another movie that I don't think it did quite well. Maybe, maybe you could answer. Um, uh, but it's one of the few movies that I had on DVD when I was broke. DVD. Um, and uh, didn't couldn't afford any streaming. Well, we we didn't have there streaming. Wasn't streaming at the time. But I lived, I was a bachelor on my own, uh, so it was one of the few movies I had on DVD, so I watched it quite a bit, uh, Without a Paddle. Oh, nice, yeah, with uh, Seth, uh-huh. Seth uh, not, Green. Not, not the best movie, but, no, but it, it's it, very nostalgic for yeah, me. Yeah, it's a very goofy stoner comedy. Right. It's a good one, though. Um, that movie Fat Albert came out. Uh, um, and then... Uh, Keenan Thompson. Did you, did, you, did you ever see the movie Envy with Ben Stiller yeah, and, Jack uh, and Jack Black? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a it was a goofy, really goofy and weird movie. But yeah, it was, that was mm-hmm. another really good one. This is a big year for Ben Stiller because Ben Stiller was also in Anchorman. Yeah, he, he played did a, a bit lot there. of yeah. stuff in 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 two thousand four. It's a big year for him. Um, also, Soul Blaine. Oh, nice Snoop Dogg, Kevin Hart. Uh, what is that? For Shizzle. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm actually that movie sucked but it was uh oh christmas with the cranks that came out i saw that movie in theaters my uh who was in that my movie? uncle tony took Could me you to tell that me who was in that movie was it mark Wahlberg? uh no it it's, um uh, tim it tim was. allen Ugh. and and the and the and the and the wife from home improvement was the was the wife in the movie too <sighs> oh hey barbershop 2 barbershop 2 <laughs> also uh victim of the sequel treatment uh, yeah. the second one not as good valid point the first one was good i like mm-hmm. the first one yeah a valid point but most importantly anchorman yes absolutely box office wise they had a budget of 26 million dollars which is a low budget um i mean we just I talked fuck. about a movie that is a lot of money yeah for, well yeah for 2000 it's all got to be for the cast then but listen to what the movie made so like yeah. opening weekend it 
it made all of its money back. Twenty eight million opening weekend. Shit. It grossed US and Canada um at eighty five million and then grossed worldwide at ninety million. So it made some fucking money. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of money for for a fart comedy, basically. <laughs> made right. a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, um, this is stupid funny, as yeah. I would call it. I mean, right. you don't have to be intelligent whatsoever mm-hmm. to, to follow along. And we were going through a little bit of a recap. Like, I literally, one of the few movies, well, I, actually, because I watched too many movies, but one of the movies that I can literally quote from start to finish, it's ridiculous. Um, so, so funny. I remember seeing one of the first movies I actually saw um, uh, multiple times in theaters. I saw it like three or four times in theaters. Um, this was, was this, I think I might've been working at AMC at the time. It might've oh. been, might've been before AMC, but I saw it multiple times in theaters just cause it was so goddamn good. Um, the director of this movie is Adam McKay. He's done a lot of Will Ferrell movies. He did Talladega Nights. He did the second Anchorman. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did the movie Vice, uh, Steve Carell's in that. It was, uh, Christian Bale as, uh, uh, Dick Cheney. Um, it really, was he did a dark that comedy. Yeah, it was good. It's a good movie. I'd never would have. It, it's not the same flavor of movie. It's not, but it's 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 really good. You should you should yeah. check it out. He also did the new one, Don't Look Up, on on Netflix with Leonardo DiCaprio. And he did that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That um, was him. Shout out to Don't Look Up. Jennifer Fucking, Lawrence, that's, that's a good movie. Yeah, we've been talking about doing that one. At some point, we'll have to we'll have to do that one. It's yeah. Very, why don't Why don't we have some people hit us up on Facebook and Instagram if they want to hear it? Yeah. For sure, and and if you want to come talk about it, also let yeah. us know for sure. At after the credits dot tb tb yes sir. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, he's he's done a lot of really good shit. Uh, the synopsis of this movie is Ron Burgundy is San Diego's top rated newsman in the male dominated broadcasting of the nineteen seventies, but all that's about to change for Ron and his cronies when an ambitious woman is hired as a new anchor. Self-explanatory. Um. I, I don't think this movie really needs a plot. It doesn't. It does not. I mean, just a chain of it's events got happening. One, but yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't sure. work. Not required. Tagline, uh, which is, <laughs> it's it's also the opening, uh, the opening credits has this, the opening credits has this uh, uh, typed out. It says, the following is based on actual events. Only the names, locations, and events have been changed, um, <laughs> which is the, a lot of the movies. That's that the tagline? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The only uh, Adam McKay does the, a lot of that stuff for his uh, uh, for his movies. He's he's a very he's very to not get political, but he's very anti Bush at the time. Um, he uh, had one of his movies that was like uh, uh, a quote from from Bush that he messed up. It was like, uh, oh, shoot, I cannot remember it. Um, I know a lot of Bushisms. Um, what's it? What's it kind of go like? Uh the left hand now knows what the right is doing. It was like where dreams take. I believe that I believe in a world that fish and human can coexist. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh man, I can't we will remember. never get. We will never uh, give up trying to find ways of hurting and defeating ourselves. <laughs> that sounds a very like a very Bush thing to say. Well, God damn it! It was or no? What was it? Um, our enemies are very smart and resourceful and will not give up until they find a way to defeat America, and neither will we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that silly son of a bitch. Oh, it was, uh, it was uh, let's see, the line was, 
It was like where wings take dream or something like that. Instead of where wings take flight or where dreams oh. take flight, it was where wings take dream. <laughs> something stupid like that. Um, but yeah, he's 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 got goofy things at the beginning of all, almost all of his movies. So um, let's let's talk about the cast of this because it's Holy it's ta- it is fucking stacked. Fuck. You got Will Ferrell as Ron Burgundy. You've got Christina Applegate as Veronica Corningstone. Paul Rudd as Brian Fantana. Steve Carell as Brick Tamlin. Uh, I love me some Brick. Yeah. Uh, David Kochner, a recent DUI receiver. Uh, he plays Champ Kine. Um, Fred Willard, old Fred Willard. He's mm. a he's a funny funny uh, actor. Uh, he plays Ed Harkin. Uh, Paul, or I'm sorry, uh, Ron Burgundy's boss. Chris Parnell. Uh, he plays Garth. He's the Who's that poop out of your mouth? Your poop mouth. Um, that's his one of his lines. Uh, you also have Catherine Hahn. Um, she plays Helen. I just like bringing her up because she was just in the WandaVision as yeah. Agatha. Um, and then you got Fred Armiston. He plays Tino, the uh, the 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 club owner who uh, Ron introduces him to Veronica, and and he he tells him to eat the cat poop and stuff like that. It's very funny. Um, but the reason I brought up those extra guys is like this is the kind of a, a Saturday Night Live cast reunion. Yeah, um, that's just yeah. a lot of people from SNL got together and made a movie, and it was and so many more than great. just SNL. I mean, should yeah. we go? Should we list off the like the the cameos? The cameos, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could go one for one. And I bear I, we could probably go for a bit. Like, mm. like there's Jack Black, there's Vince Vaughn, there is Danny Trejo, Danny. Yep, Danny Trejo, uh, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, um, Luke Wilson, uh, Tim Tim Robbins. Uh, sh- Shoot, there's more. I know there's a bunch more. <laughs> um, who's that one guy? Paul Paul something? Not your son, Paul. Um, <laughs> Paul Tom- Tompkins. Paul Tompkins. Um, he was the, wasn't he the, uh, he was the, uh, was he in uh, Pick of Destiny? Oh, the, the DJ guy in Pick of mm-hmm. Destiny? Yeah, yeah, he's in it as well. Seth Rogen is also in this. Yeah, Seth Rogen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, there's so there's so many, so many people. Like, and it's it just seems like Adam McKay got all of his buddies together to to to, to make a movie, and it and it right. was and it was great. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was the beginning of Will Ferrell's relationship with Adam McKay. Um, I, I think the only person they didn't have in this movie was uh, uh, John C. Riley, which he does all of his movies with. He was what, in, did he cameo in it? Nope. Not, not, huh. he, he came out in the second one okay as yeah. the dead yep. general mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it, it's got a lot of really really good people in this movie yeah. um absolutely so let's see here do you want to you want to talk about scenes say hello to our favorite scene and now our favorite scene I think one of my favorite scenes is the is the standoff between the the two the the Channel Nine, um, um, you know where they they go back and forth when and they first the rivals of Channel Nine, yeah. right? Um, and and they're they're insulting each other, going back and forth. <laughs> um, where'd you get your clothes? The thrift store. Um, I didn't know the Salvation Army right suits or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, and then and then Brick says, "What? Where'd you get your clothes?" The the toilet store <laughs> um and then um and fuck was it champ uh he the sports guy 
Um, I mean, he just goes on this fucking rant about like, I'm going to fucking take your wife out for a dinner he and goes, I'm never going to call her again. He goes, I will smash your face into a car windshield <laughs> and then take your mother, Dorothy Mantooth, out for a nice seafood dinner and never call her again. <laughs> He's like, Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. Do you hear me? Yeah, that's that scene is great. And then I like when scene. they walk away afterwards, like the, they're done. The altercation's over and, and the Ron, Ron and his buddies walk away and. Vince Vaughn turns around. He's like, he's like, nothing. You guys, you guys couldn't say anything. He's like, even the guy that can't think says something. Talking about breaking the toilet. Store. <laughs> right. He's like, even the guy who can't think says something. You guys couldn't say anything. Come on. Um, but yeah, that that scene is fantastic. I like the the uh, oh god, there's so many. Um, the the news station brawl where like all the news stations mm-hmm. get together and they fight. Even like the Spanish news played by Ben Stiller. Yeah. There's another one forgot we forgot to mention it was Ben Stiller. I said his name. Oh, you didn't? You said it? Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, Ben Stiller plays like the Spanish news anchor yep. and stuff. They get together and they all fight. Um there's a guy riding by on a horse with a trident. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a dude that's randomly just on fire. The brick is just walking around holding a hand grenade and screaming and stuff. Right, and right. That yeah, scene I brought is, a grenade. <laughs> brick, where'd you get a hand grenade? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that scene is that scene is hilarious. And they tried to do it again in Anchorman Two with they did over the top. Yeah, way and I, over. And, and like I think Jim Carrey the, showed up in that. Yep. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, uh, Harrison I think, Ford. I think that's fucking, the that's the issue right there with sequels is fucking Kanye West. They put his ass in it for. Oh. For those of you that don't know, um, Tyler is not a very large fan of Kanye West. You're putting it so politely. I am. Yeah. Hates them with a passion, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's 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 the this the sequel treatment is they you right. know we have to go bigger, better, faster, right, harder, stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the synth music to put behind oh, that? Oh fuck! But yeah, that that scene is great, and they yeah again they try to do it in Anchorman two, and it just didn't it didn't ring as well. Yeah, you um, got lightning in a bottle, you ain't getting it again. One hundred percent. Another one of my one of my favorite scenes is when Ron he takes Veronica out for for a date, finally gets her out on a date. And um, woos her and plays fucking jazz flute. Jazz flute, dude. so fucking good too. Yeah, I mean, I, jazz flute's kind of a, a. I mean, it's a joke in and of itself. Right. But having Will Ferrell the fire right. out the flute with <laughs> um, But having having Will Ferrell play an anchorman um, that is a character, Ron Burgundy, <laughs> playing fucking jazz flute. Fucking nailing it too, just a Kills rock it. star yeah, on on fucking flute, walking across like tables and shit, going under like bathroom stalls and playing. But and and how he like when he walks up to the stage, I mean, he's acting like he's unprepared, like he, like he, yeah. oh, fuck, oh, I wasn't oh. prepared for this, right? And, <laughs> and then he's pulling like the flute pieces out of his like yeah. jacket and stuff, like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Like he's playing so well that it's like almost giving Veronica an orgasm while she's listening yeah. to it. So it's so fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, that's a great scene. Uh, the afternoon delight song mm. scene where mm. they want to know what love is and and the the whole uh between Ron and Brian and he's like, have you guys ever? He's like, Brian goes, I I was in love once. He's like, oh, what was her name? And Brian goes, I can't remember. Ron's like, it's not a good start, but keep going. He's like, we met in the bathroom of a of a god damn it some some restaurant bathroom or whatever and he's like we made love for hours he's like and then and then we parted ways never to talk to each other again ron's like i'm pretty sure that's not what love is <laughs> and he's like well tell us and then he sings the whole afternoon delight yeah. song which is 
which is when I was younger, when I watched that, I watched it so many times that I memorized the entire fucking mm-hmm. monologue between them and that that song. It's just it's so goddamn funny. Um, but yeah, that that scenes, and not only is it one of my favorite scenes, that's one of like the one of the all time funny movie mm-hmm. scenes, the money funny bits that happens in a movie that is just super unique, spot on. Everyone yeah. in that scene is hilarious. But yeah, that's that's a really good right. One. Um, and being that this movie came out in 2004, um, I so I was in high school. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, is very popular movie by the time I was in college. Right. Um, when your wife Molly and I were at the radio station. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, it, doing our vocal warm ups, you know, you get ready, get ready for the fucking, uh, get ready unique for your shift. New York, unique New York, unique New York. Um, and then, and then he just starts saying random shit too. The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Right. The, the human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is shit that we would now, say, brown cow. <laughs> um, shit that we used to actually fucking say, you know, cause we thought we were cool. Molly still, um, Molly and I still quote it like how could you not fucking time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, such a quotable movie. It is. Um, did you have any other scenes? Yeah, Otherwise, like I'm gonna three fucking more. Okay, scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's hear because I don't want to steal the one that I that I know you're gonna say. Okay, so the, there's the bear fight where they at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they all hop into the bear pit and they're all fighting, like literally physically fist fighting bears, and and uh, Brick is like riding one of them. He's like, Ron, I'm riding a fuzzy tractor. <laughs> um, there's the. That's <laughs> so stupid. Oh, um, there's fuck. the the boner scene. Um, yeah. where, yeah, yeah, Mr. Burgundy, you have a massive erection. He looks down, he's like, Oh, Sorry, pleats. It's, it's the, the pat, the pe- the pleats, the pattern of the pants. I'm actually taking him back to the, to the pants store right now. And then he's walking around the office and nothing to see here. I'm going to walk this off. I'm going to walk this <laughs> off. Don't act like you're not impressed. <laughs> that scene is hilarious. And then probably my favorite scene and Molly and I crack up every single time we watch it. Ron is driving and he's got a burrito mm-hmm. in his hand. And it was this the one that you were. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Ron's got a burrito in his hand and he's driving. He's like, this burrito is delicious, but it is filling. And he throws it out his window and a, 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 a biker happens to be right next to his window and he hits him and crashes his bike and, you know, wipes out and fucks himself up and fucks his bike up. And he gets up and it's Jack Black. <laughs> you just thrashed my chopper, bros. If like that whole scene would. And he he. <laughs> He goes. You destroy the only thing. You destroy the only thing I love. What do you love? It's like I love poetry and a glass of scotch, and of course my dear friend Baxter here. And then he goes. Well, guess what? Now this is happening. And Jack Black picks up his dog, walks to the edge of the bridge, and just kicks his fucking dog off the bridge. <laughs> Every time I even think about that scene, I start cracking up. But it's a little cameo from Jack Black that was mm-hmm. just so fucking perfect. Yeah. And it what it's what caused Ron to be late to the to the news reading, and Veronica took his place and read the news and then was given the uh, co-anchor job. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a pivotal part in the stupid-ass story. But, yeah, that scene is, is probably my favorite one in the in the movie. Right. And and this one, it, I, it's it's tough because I don't know if it's more of a quote or if it's more of a scene. Yeah. Um, but when um, Veronica um, is sabotaging Ron, oh, um, yeah. just straight-up sabotaging, and she learns that he will read whatever the fuck is on the – teleprompter exactly what's with, on the teleprompter with with no no questions whatsoever right um and 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 then ron signs off the news by i'm ron burgundy go fuck yourself san diego <laughs> and it's just so 
certain of it. Just so fucking like that I'm doing my job and go fuck yourself, San Diego. The comedic <laughs> timing and the comedic like genius of that scene is like afterwards he's just like straight in his paper. He's like, Well, it's a good that was a good show. Yeah. Like, that was, it was like a good it job. never happened. Like he didn't even know that he said it. Right. He just read it off the teleprompter and it yep. came across as normal. Yep. Yeah, that scene is fucking great. And then he gets fired and everything and yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. Um, did you have any more scenes you wanted to discuss? I, I could think, sit here for 45 minutes. Yeah. We could talking do, about we every, could do scene. every single fucking scene of yeah. the movie. It's yeah. a good movie. Right. It's a classic. Yep. 100%. Um, so, yeah. That's, uh, you want to jump into some quotes? I want the quotes. You can't handle the quotes. Here's our favorite quote from this week's movie. Obviously. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> um, oh That's shit. quoted this, throughout um, TV shows that I've watched throughout. Like other movies quote that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and this this showed up in my in my Facebook memories the other day. Oh my goodness. Um, I, uh, I, as much as you don't like Kanye West, I don't like Five Finger Death Punch. Okay. Um, Mainly because I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> tap out, man. I just fucking. They're come, very come affliction on. style, right? Um, but, yeah. I just I feel like if I, you go to a Five Finger Death Punch concert and you're just you're looking for it, it's just a, a, a an area filled full of Kevin's strung out on monster. That you're, I'm scared they're gonna punch me in the face, and that's honestly what it is. Yeah, is their core demographic I'm scared of because I don't want them to fight me. Right, and they 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 want to fight you no matter what, just for oh, existing. For sure. They just want to fight, and that's not what I'm about. Anyway, my Facebook post um, was uh, it was I'm going to see Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> with the Ron Burgundy upwards inflection. Right, and it had a question mark like, "What? Dylan's going to see Five Finger Death Punch? That's crazy." That's and Molly um, comments, "My Molly, yeah, your yeah. wife Molly comments." I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And see, that's how popular right. it is. Yeah. You literally said something, a regular post on your Facebook with a question mark at the end as it was a statement. And yep. s- uh, someone knew that you were talking exactly. about it. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's a good quote. Um, so this quote is is from just the narrator at the beginning of the movie. He's kind of talking about Ron Burgundy and the the times that that they're in. And he goes, it's a little bit of a longer one, so bear with me. <laughs> He goes, there was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme, when people believed everything they heard on TV. This was an age when only men were allowed to read the news. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Ron Burgundy. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr and suits so fine they made (laughs) Sinatra look like a hobo. In other words, Ron Burgundy was the balls. That line at the beginning <laughs> set that movie like when I heard that at the beginning of the movie, first time I saw it, I was like, "This movie's gonna be fucking hilarious." <laughs> this do you, do you think so they funny. knew what they were doing? No, no, I don't. Oh, I, they might have. They might have. They because the, literally they had a powerhouse of yeah. comedic actors, and I have in trivia some of the like some other actors that were considered or that 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 uh, oh okay that auditioned. Mm-hmm. And it was they definitely made the right choice. They made the right decisions with with the people they did. Compared. But yeah, I don't I don't think they knew <clears throat> how quotable and how like iconic this comedy was going to be when when they were done. How, how could they? Right. Yeah. I was, yeah exactly. 
Um, let's see. Another quote here. I got. Uh, actually, you, you did that one. That's the. I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. That one was <laughs> Go great. fuck yourself, San Diego. Yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they're uh, they're in the office, and right before they sing "Afternoon Delight," that everyone's trying to tell them things that they loved or whatever. And and Brick goes, "I love carpet." <laughs> and there's a pause, and he goes, "I love desk." Ron Ron goes, "Brick, are you just looking at things in the office and saying that you love them?" Brick goes, "I love lamp." Like, Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? And Brick, like, trying to sound convinced, he's like, I love lamp. I love lamp. Like this. And I, I used to have a shirt that said, I love lamp on it. Like, it was. Really? Yeah. That was a very quotable. That's <laughs> Whenever funny. someone would say something and you didn't have an answer, you didn't have a response back when I was partying with my friends and everything. Like, like someone just... would say something to me and my response would be, I, I love lamp. Yeah. Like, I, I love lamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think anything, anything that Brick said, Steve Carell's. Guy, every yeah. fucking single thing that he said. Um, I think one of the another one that's I, I, it's got to be up there with quotable, mainly in meme culture, mm-hmm. um, is the boy that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand uh, fast, right? <laughs> and then and then Champ jumps in, um, and he said it, it, it jumped up a notch, and then it did, didn't it? And then Bricks, yeah, I stabbed a man in a heart in the heart. <laughs> I saw that brick killed a guy. Did you throw a trident? <laughs> yeah, there were horses, a man on fire. I killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> brick, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You're probably going to want to find a place lay low for a while <laughs> because you're probably wanted for murder. <laughs> That's such a good part. Um, another pretty line. quotable one is uh, I'm in a glass case of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> when he after uh, after Baxter got kicked off the bridge by Jack Black. Mm-hmm. That's a good part. Um, I love the, I love scotch, scotchy, scotch, scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly <laughs> when he's yeah. right before the news start, like starts. That's great. Um, there's so many, there's so many of them. Um, <laughs> my, Molly was, I was watching it again today. Molly w- walks in and, and Ron's sitting there with his Miller High Life, which is what I used to drink with buddies back <laughs> in the day when we were the cheapest, nastiest beer. Yeah. But you get a 30 pack of that for like, like eleven dollars, mm-hmm. just stupid cheap. But um, he's sitting there, he's drinking, it, and he's like, he's like, I'm proud of you boys. He's like, that's what you do when you find yourself thrust in the middle of a vicious cockfight, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right after the big news news station brawl. Um, <clears throat> the another another good brick one is his um, what, what what's he doing? Like it, and introducing, introducing himself. himself yeah. Um, I'm Brick Tamlin. People. People like me because I'm polite and I'm rarely late. I like to eat ice cream and I enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an IQ of 48 and I'm what some people call mentally retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Just so straight face. So, and he's, dude, in that scene when he's doing that and he's talking. He's got a jar of mayonnaise and a toaster, and he's just putting mayonnaise <laughs> inside of a toaster, just spoonful after spoonful. Um, I like, and I, I used to say this all the time, too, it, just when it's hot outside. Like, you'd be walking around, it's just hot. Ron Burgundy goes, it's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> he's just walking down the street hot and just drinking fucking a carton of milk. So stupid. Knights of Col- fuck. Knights of Columbus. Knights of Columbus. That hurt. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um I Day ate two. fiberglass insulation. It wasn't cotton candy like the guy said. My stomach's itchy. <laughs> uh, I love Ron to Veronica. You've got a dirty, whorish mouth. <laughs> yeah, I often say that. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. And if I don't say Why it, don't I think it quite a bit. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Right. I used to say that all the fucking time. 
Oh man. Um, let's see here. There's more. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, looking at his reflection in the mirror. Mm, I look good. I mean, really good. Hey, everybody, come see how good I look. I used to. I had a shirt that said, "Hey, everyone, come see how good I look." And also, your the, wardrobe was, was this movie. A lot of it yeah, did. I had another shirt that said, "I'm kind of a big deal," and on the back it said, "People know me." Another, <laughs> another line from Anchorman, which you would only know if you've seen the movie. Right. Yep. Absolutely. I pooped um, a hammer. <laughs> Ron so Burgundy goes, stupid. "What? You pooped in the refrigerator and you ate the whole wheel of cheese? How'd you do that?" Like, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. What else does he say to the dog? Something like, I don't speak Spanish. English, please. <laughs> Baxter, <laughs> he's just standing there. Baxter's just barking at him. He's like, what? You know I don't speak Spanish. English, please. It's so good. I could literally go on forever with with quotes from this from this fucking movie. Uh, but what's, what's uh, Brian say? Because Brian Fantana, Paul Rudd's character, has a lot of really good lines, too. He goes, uh, Brian Fandana goes, people call me the Bry man. I'm the stylish one of the group. I know what you're acting yourself, asking yourself. The answer is yes. I do have a nickname for my penis. It's called the Octagon. I also nickname my testes. The left one is Dr. Or is doc, uh, shit. The, ne- the left one is James Westfold, and the right one is Dr. Kenneth Nillswater. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, play your cards right. You might get to meet the whole gang. What's the, the other one? He introduces his cologne, Sex Panther. 60% of the time, it works every, every time. time. <laughs> It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's made with real bits of panther, so you know it's good. <laughs> right. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Ron's like, that doesn't make any sense. Which is a thing that I say yeah. often. I mean, <laughs> I said it at work yesterday. That's great. I mean, uh, they like because I, I did something cool at work, and they're like, oh, wow, how'd you do It's like, oh, well, I did that. And you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I'm not going to lie to you. That smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> and then the whole... The whole bit of everyone just being like, smelling the cologne. Smells like a diaper filled with Indian, Indian food. food. <laughs> smells like a turd covered in burnt hair. That's actually the director who said that in that in that scene. Um, and then the, what's what's the lady <laughs> the lady that walks by? Because I used to say this to my brother all the time. The lady walks by, just smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Such oh a good line. fuck. Yeah. So um, and Ron Burgundy just sprinkles throughout, and I'm and I'm almost positive it's just Will Ferrell um, improving. And that, uh, by yeah. the beard of Zeus, mm-hmm. great Odin's Raven. <laughs> that's a that's something that I have in the in the in the in trivia is that like all the ca- like almost all of the cast was so good at improvisation mm-hmm. that like they would have ten to fifteen takes of each like line or each bit. I um, mean, you see it a little bit. The credits of the movie, they they they're just going through and they're just mm-hmm. like quick fire ad libbing these. These different quotes well, and stuff. Will Ferrell is is known for improv. Right. I mean, and and that's I mean, I mean, being an SNL movie, I'm I, I don't know if it's an actual and, and is it actually an SNL movie? Um, I mean, the it's fact that like the, the, the director, movie, but it's all like SNL right. people in it. I mean, the the director is a director from Saturday Night Live. Is it? Yeah, that's where that's where you got to start. You got to mm-hmm. start at. Oh, yeah. So that's something I didn't know. Thank you. Yeah, that's. That's crazy. Yeah, and, Dylan's and, trivia. Right. <laughs> we need to have a section for Dylan's <laughs> trivia. Um, yeah, man. That there's just so uh, this movie. It, it's it's going to withstand the test of times. Like I'm like I when I when my kid gets old enough to where I, I can sit him down, and I can watch this. I'm, I'm sure that he's going to be quoting shit, or he's going to finally realize all the stupid stuff that mom and dad quote when. 
that is he never from understood this movie? is from yeah. this fucking movie. I mean, you could do it now. Just get some Benadryl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep, buddy. Let me let me ask you this. So do you remember the first time watching this movie? I absolutely do. Um, yeah, I, I went to um, I went to the movie theater. It was uh, AMC theaters out in Omaha. Shouts out to AMC theaters out in Omaha. What's up? Um, what's up? What's up? Uh, it was. Oh, no, it was Oakview Mall, not West. Oh, okay. West Roads. That would have been okay. funny. But yeah, Oakview Mall. Um, but yeah, I, I remember, I don't remember if I went by myself or if I went with my buddy Matt. Um, but yeah, I went and saw this. Um, and then the same day I went and saw, I think it was, it had to have been when I was working at the, the theater because I was getting in for free to movies. Um, but yeah, I went and saw this and then I went and saw uh, Dodgeball. And I remember thinking like, Never again will I see two movies this funny in the same day that had just come out. Um, and then years later, uh, Tropic Thunder and Step Brothers both came out. And I saw both mm-hmm. of those movies the same day in the theaters. I walked out of uh, at, of Tropic Thunder into, I'm sorry, it was not Step Brothers. It was The Hangover. I walked out of Tropic yeah. Thunder and then went and watched The Hangover after that. And, and um, just, just comedy classics. Yeah, absolutely. And- remember the first time you saw it? I do. Um, it was. I'm trying to think what year I was in high school because it wasn't theaters. Um, right. It was. Um, it was DVD or VH. It was DVD. Um, this time VHS. it wasn't with Molly because we just found out that Molly has not seen this movie. That's Your right. Molly what the not. fuck? I'm gonna. I guess what I get to rewatch it again. Nice. Yeah. Um. But uh, I was I was in high school. I was at a friend's house. Um. And we we were all drinking, and. Uh, Legally, we were drinking uh, <laughs> in high school, um, but right, and um, and it, it was just at, at first it was one of those things like someone just put it in as background noise, which is um, an okay movie to do because you can tune in at any right. point and be like, Haha, "That's good," right? But it 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 quickly turned into like we're all standing around, you know, drinking our yeah. drinks, and, and most of the people were drinking booze, and I was drinking uh, Black Tooth Grin, a um, little bit of uh, a jet. What? What is black tooth grin? Whiskey, whiskey and coke. Isn't whiskey and cola. Whiskey, Jack and Coke. I'm gonna look up the official uh, recipe Jack for Jack and Coke. Yeah, um, black tooth grin. I always thought um, it was it just gets Jack its and name, Coke. It's named after um, Dimebag Daryl. He he came oh. up. Well, he like he came up with the with the name, but it's it's from uh, Megadeth song uh, "Sweating Bullets." Oh, and he smiles his black tooth grin. Oh shit! Um. Uh. Oh. Okay. So I guess there's a, a certain kind of um drink that you're supposed a to do. Certain kind of whiskey. That's we always call it black tooth grin, just whiskey and coke. Yeah. Um. But it's 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 essentially it's a double shot of Seagram Seven Ooh. and a double shot of Crown Royal tossed over ice and splashed with enough Coca Cola to give it a darkened hue. Jesus Christ! That's four shots of whiskey. Yeah, and, and that's that's what splash I mean. Coke. I mean, I we never used um, Seagram Seven, right. um, but it was, it was Jack always or whatever. Yeah, it was, it was. But we always mixed it with Crown, mm-hmm. and and you just oh, like okay. you just just a little bit of Coke just for flavoring. Why aren't we drinking that right now while we're talking about this fucking movie? I didn't know that existed where people mix two different whiskeys together mm-hmm. plus Coca Cola. Um, I'll tell you a quick story once. Um, so we were on our booze brother vacation. Um, booze is, brother. We were the booze brothers. That was that uh, was our name. Uh, we fantastic. we dubbed ourselves the Booze Brothers, and there were other different cliques too. Yeah. Um, there was the Brew Crew, um, there was the Hick Patrol, um, and then um, and we got along with everybody. The Brew Crew, we the Booze Brothers and the Brew Crew, we rolled together, 
Um, every once in a while, we'd hang out with what we called the Doobie Brothers. It was just all the potheads. That was the pothead group. <laughs> anyway, we were on the Booze Brother vacation, and um, we're all like, we're all mixing our drinks and shit. And and my buddy, I someone asked me like, oh, what what are you drinking? It's like, oh, I have vanilla Coke uh, mixed with black velvet. Ooh. And and I asked uh, my buddy C Dice. I was like, oh, what what are you what are you mixing with? And with his black velvet, I was like, oh, what are you? What's your mixer? What are you mixing it yeah. with? And he goes, amaretto. And I was like, amaretto. That's alcohol. That's alcohol. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with that? And that fucker ended up sleeping. Um, every hotel room, there's like a, a crack. Yeah. Um, in between the one bed and the and wall. The, yeah. Uh, he ended up sleeping there. Um, because he fell you're drinking straight out. No, yep, yeah, because he fell and um, was laughing so hard that he basically laughed himself to fucking sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we need to have an episode with just a couple buddies that we used to drink with and just tell stories of, of crazy yeah. times that we've had. Like if yeah, I had absolutely here talking about just crazy times that we we'd had when we were drinking oh yeah. my goodness anyway that would be a fun episode um, but the first time you saw this movie right it was it was at a party yeah. similar to that but instead of was just it having the booze it brothers it was yeah the booze brothers and the brew crew all together um <laughs> in the basement of do um and so anyway we had it on in the background and the intention was just to keep it on in the background just but to keep, have some the, noise. keep the party going on yeah. um we ended up like turning the volume up <laughs> and and by the by the like to 10 15 minutes into the movie Everyone I mean not long it. ago the volume's up full blast and everyone's just sitting down really quiet just fucking laughing our asses off together yeah, that was crazy. the first time i remember watching it nice yeah that's a good first experience for sure um yeah and i i i don't i don't know a scene, like literally today was the first time that i met a human being who had not seen this movie today I had never, ever in my life talked to someone really? who had not seen this movie. Never. I, I'm I ashamed think that that person. person is my wife. Hey, you should fix that shit, like, real quick. <laughs> when we're done with this episode, we're going Jeez. upstairs and we're watching yeah. it. Man. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, it's it's a very, very good, very popular comedy. Just And like I had said before, like one of, like, if, one of, if not my favorite comedy, like, of all time. So good. Um, so, I mean, having said that, who's your favorite character in this picture? Oh. Obviously, it's got to be Brick. Brick? Yeah. Yeah. Brick's I mean, great. I don't know. I. See. I, okay, Brick. I, I'm gonna have to say personally, Brick. Yeah. Okay, just because of the character. Right. I mean, because that is a character. So good. And and it's it's not a common character either. Yeah. It's not like Steve Carell's always going back to be Brick. Right. Um. But then, but then you think about Ron Burgundy as a character, mm-hmm. and how fucking popular Ron Burgundy has podcasts. So Will Ferrell will play Ron Burgundy, dude, fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He not only has podcasts, but he also did like a, a full comedy special as Ron Burgundy. That's right. He's, yeah. he's showed up to different like local hockey games or local basketball games, and he's done. <laughs> has the, he really? Yeah, and he's done the entire like uh, the sports casting as Ron Burgundy. That's like, fucking great. Yeah, dude. There's a hockey. There's a video. I believe it's hockey. If it's not hockey, it's basketball. But there's a video out there of of Will Ferrell showing up as Ron Burgundy and doing the entire sports cast of the entire game <laughs> as Ron Burgundy. It's fucking golden. And see, and that's gold. why, I mean, it, with, with Will Ferrell being so good at improv, yeah. I mean, he can do shit like that. Right. Like, I, I couldn't do that. No. 
Could I, I could I, I mean, it obviously wouldn't be very well, but if someone wrote a script for me and gave me a character to play, yeah, I could maybe do it for like an episode of a TV show. But I could improvising not fucking, and ad-libbing no. like they do. It's you just, are that person. That's a skill. Yeah, that is it's a skill nuts. That I've not obtained that's, yet. Yeah. Will Ferrell's fucking amazing. He is. For sure, there's um, not there's not a Will Ferrell movie that I do not like. What would what would your favorite character be? Would it be Ron Burgundy then? No, so it's well, it's between Ron and Brian Fantana. I have a yep. soft spot for Paul Rudd. I always have. Yeah. I always will. He's one of my man crushes. Mm-hmm. I like. I will always love uh, love Paul Rudd and him as Brian Fantana. It's great. Is so fucking perfect. And it's not. It's not a sleazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's Goofy. not the type of character that he plays often. No, I mean usually he plays like well, the kind of like yeah. the the lovable dumb guy. Right. Yeah. Like you look at you look at him as Brian Fantana, and you think of that, and then you look at like, I mean even Ant Man, Ant Man, like, yeah, you, you, or I Love You Man, yep. or Role Models. Like they're mm-hmm. all completely different characters. They right. all are different from each other. So he's he's pretty diverse in in what he does. I've also seen him in a couple of serious, like somewhat serious roles. Um, and it's hard to take him serious because he's so fucking right. funny. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's 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 amazing. And then in this one, in this movie, he's got so many quotable lines and mm-hmm. and, and and just his mustache and his hair. And then the, the whole Sex Panther. Yeah. I have weighed. I've <laughs> leaned heavily on that entire like monologue of his where he's talking about the the Sex Panther and and the, mm-hmm. and the you know the sixty percent of the time it works every time. Yeah. Like I've leaned on that so much for for quotes and being funny and everything it's it's between ron and and brian but i'd probably give it to brian for sure right yeah no and the same same with uh with brick for me right um i mean literally replace brian everything that you said and put in and put in fucking brick mm-hmm. i have to give credit to fucking um uh, ron burgundy though oh, i yeah. mean that character and I'd be interested to know, like, was only... that was that Will Ferrell that came up with it? Was it the the, the director? Was it the writer? Tell I've me got some stuff in my Tell me, Tyler. It. Tell me now. So yeah, it was based loosely off of a off of a an old actual newscaster in the seventies that Ron Burgundy or that Ron Burgundy that Will Ferrell was familiar with, and that Adam McKay were both familiar with. They 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 based it off of, and then. This movie wasn't even supposed to be the movie that it came out that it ended up being, um, but it, like originally it was just. I'll get to that part in trivia, but yeah, they they based it off of a actual newscaster that used to they used to okay know, do fo- baseball games and and, mm-hmm. and newscasting and stuff. So it is based off of somebody, and it the, the character was was created solely for Will Ferrell to play just because of how he did like the different roles he played on Saturday Night Live and shit like that this move this role was created for him so what would we what would you rank this movie like what what what's the ranking you would give this film personally for you 8.2 8.2 yeah okay it's a fucking funny movie yeah solid. and and um in uh Dylan's uh section of buy it rent it or stream it <laughs> um fucking buy it oh yeah because oh, you will you will get your money's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at, if if you if you want to squeeze a penny, wait till it comes out and it's on sale for like half price off or ten dollars. You could or probably go to to a DVD a DVD a store that has DVDs. Mm-hmm. You could probably go to Best Buy and get Anchorman for four dollars right now. You could probably go get oh, it yeah. for absolutely ab- like next to nothing. I know that when I met Molly, that one of the reasons I knew that she was the one is that we both had a copy when we moved in together. We both had a copy of Anchorman. On DVD, I was like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, this is this this girl's the one for sure." Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could you, I mean, obviously, if it's on something to stream, stream it. If you've never seen this movie, 
It's on it's on streaming right now on Paramount Plus. Right. But if but if 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 you don't have that or and you and you haven't seen this movie, I highly suggest that you go and you rent it on Amazon or go out and fucking buy this movie. Like it is No, it's and I I wouldn't it. I wouldn't rent it. I would I would buy it. Yeah. Um if you want to be immersed into into the to the whole um ecoverse, mm-hmm. um then there's on on um iTunes, you can get the Anchorman collection. For twenty seven ninety seven, you can get Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy, the mm-hmm. movie we're doing now. There's the Wake Up Ron Burgundy, the Lost movie. Yep. Um, which, which is they shot so much footage for the for the original Anchorman, they literally had enough left over right. to make a second fucking movie. Yep. Yeah. And then and then the actual sequel, sequel. Anchorman two, the legend continues. Yeah. So and and you, so it's three That's movies steep. for under thirty bucks. That's steep. Is it? I feel like it. You you can you because you can get it. I think you can buy it on like on Amazon Prime uh, for like for like five bucks, five or six bucks. I think maybe right. maybe. I mean, Anchorman it Two it, is still it's still um, somewhat fifteen newer. bucks. Yeah, so still somewhat newer, but yeah. I I mean, for anyway, sure, go buy. I this think movie. I think you buy it because yeah, the rewatchability is fucking high, and that's why yeah. I gave the movie an eight point two because I mean you can rewatch it over and over and over again. Yeah, as you know tyler and i have um enough that mm-hmm. you can fucking quote the movie right i mean enough to where when i watch it with molly she's probably gonna hate the movie mm-hmm. because it's gonna be her sitting next to me fucking being will ferrell yeah. for an hour and a half yep when molly and i watch it together it's just each one of us like going back <laughs> right. and forth quoting this movie um yeah i'm gonna give it a nine i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten solid flat yeah. nine out of ten it like i said it's top 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 three mm-hmm. like i like i put it up there with like tropic thunder for me dumb and dumber uh yeah you know and, and then anchorman i mean those are mm-hmm. three of the funniest movies i've ever seen in my entire life and this this era of comedy um because I, I it's definitely a, it's a new genre i mean it's we're it's, very lucky because this came out in our yeah like this it, this is our so here's, generations here's comedy. my question is it is it is it as good as what we say it is? Is that because of like nostalgia? Is it is it um, our age and when the movies came out? I mean, because you think about the movies that it came out, The Hangover. I mean, fucking yeah. Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, right? Uh, but uh, even movies away from like the Tropic Saturday, Thunder. the SNL type of cast. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I Dumb the and Dumber, forty year old well, virgin, a little bit old. Forty year old virgin knocked right. up. Uh. You right. know. Uh. uh uh pineapple express Pine- yeah uh, all the seth rogan shit yeah. the um um fuck what's the what's the one super bad super oh my um, god super bad yeah right i mean yeah. all these movies that came out in, in a pretty so short <laughs> amount of fucking time uh-huh. i mean pretty quick yeah um i mean it, it are they i don't know is, is it our age is See, it nostalgia that's, that's a really good question because like I my dad when uh, one of the things my dad and I bond over is is just movies, just mm-hmm. movies in general. Uh, and, you know, he's he's very big into 80s comedies. So like yep. at the time it would have been like Caddyshack and mm-hmm. uh, Funny Farm and, you know, The Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, like all those old 80s, mm-hmm. you know, classic comedy. But Ghostbusters, you know, yeah, those those were the ones that he grew up on. And I, as much as I absolutely love all of those movies like from the bottom of my heart mm-hmm. love those movies that's his generation right. that's 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 his nostalgia what he grew up watching that that th- those were those were his thing i still love them they're mm-hmm. still great yeah but these are my, these are like my generation like, these, right. like so so maybe nostalgia does play a bit of like yeah. i i w- i wonder if my kid when he grows up will have his new genre uh, or his new 
they'll, they'll have his his generation of comedies that he'll right. love. Do you think? Do you think? Um, so this is a, a, a two parter. One, does your dad like these movies? Oh yeah. Does he like Anchorman? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, for sure. I don't know if he likes like a lot of lines of it... like Pineapple Express and and like. Uh, more the, the uh, more raunchy type ones. Well, no, because he, he he enjoys he he does like those kinds of movies. But like, I don't know if he likes that newer age comedy as much as the eighties mm-hmm. comedy stuff. But I mean, I think it's just if you if you have an affinity for comedy, comedy is comedy. If it's funny, yeah. it's funny, no matter yeah. how old it is. Like I can go back and I can watch movies from the seventies and eighties that mm-hmm. I, I'm like. Oh, well, that's that was funny. my question. Is I mean, it's just like you can wipe front to back. Can you wipe back to front? I mean, <laughs> can you can can you watch? I mean, our, our generation, we can go back. Yeah, I mean, we can go to the nineties and watch. You know, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler shit like Billy oh Madison. Oh my god, dude! We didn't I mean, even we bring can... up those movies like the all like right. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Little right. Nicky. All those. Like, yeah, I mean, we can we can go back and and we can watch those. It was a little bit before our time. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and then we can we can go back before that and watch your your Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Um, you know, at, we can go back. Um, will we be able to go forward in in ten to twenty years time? Will That's we be able question, to keep man. up with the with the comedy? That's a good question because there's movies that are coming out now that I will watch. There's comedies that I'll watch that I that I know that people. My my brother's two years younger than me, so he's not like crazy young. Yeah, it's not a he's new not generation. A ton, or yeah, anything. no, but but there, he's he. I think he hangs out with a little bit of a younger crowd. Okay. than I, than I yeah. hang out with, and there's comedies that he absolutely loves, and I'm like, eh. right. I'm like, it's it's yeah, I get it. It's funny, like yeah, but it ain't no Anchorman. It That's ain't, right. It, right. It, it ain't no Happy Gilmore. Yep, it's no exactly. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. You know, but uh, so so maybe maybe I'll still you know enjoy it and I'll still watch them, but. I don't think I'd have the affinity for him that I do now, unless because mm-hmm. there are some comedies that come out that have come out recently that are great, that are absolutely fantastic, that I love. Yeah, which is a new generation of comedy, and but but it's also made by guys like like Seth Rogen, who's been making my type of comedies since I can remember, and Adam Sandler, who's who's been making movies that I enjoy since I was a child. You know, so yeah, that's that's a really good question and a really fun topic to talk about. Is like, if, if are we gonna have the the same enjoyment for future comedies that come out for that is tailored for that generation as I have for, you know, Anchorman and, 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 you know, the Adam Sandler movies and stuff like that. That's a, that's a solid ass question. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that let you, so you got it. You, you gave it an 8.2 and I gave mm-hmm. it a nine out of 10. So I think those are uh, very accurate and fair representations. What's your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Fuck you. <laughs> I always you tried said to do you it. said you I didn't, didn't have one. Legend. I didn't do it for Legend. I didn't do it for the the last couple movies that we did. I didn't throw a, a last a, a curveball at you, but uh, Will Ferrell movie. If if you had if you had Desert Island question, but for mm-hmm. Will Ferrell films, that might be a shitty question because there's so many good ones. I think so. It's 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 going to be a tie. Okay. Um, because it's um, it's either Step Brothers because fuck you, it's Step Brothers. Yeah. Um, that movie or, is is another perfect comedy, and and I don't think this one gets um as much uh much recognition. Love. Yeah, it, not as much love as is what I think it should. But uh, the other guys with uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg, Mark. yeah, dude, that yeah. movie's hilarious. I mean, them going and I don't, I I mean, I don't know. I you just don't hear people the, talk about it as much. Um, but it's also got was it Sam Jackson and the Rock in yeah, it? Who played um, the guy who played Michael Keaton? Yeah, Michael, Michael Keaton Keaton's was the it? captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, dude, that um, movie's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious, yeah, and dude. and I I mean um, the whole bit with Will Ferrell's wife. Um, oh, Eva, and they're she's not Eva fucking. Is it Eva Longoria? Uh, I think it might be Eva Longoria. Is it Eva Eva but Mendes? That, that Eva Mendes. That bit of him just downplaying how fucking beautiful she is. By right. <laughs> you look kind of shitty. Right yeah. Now. Like, <laughs> and the fact that he's driving what a Prius or some yeah. shit like that. I as mean, is, as is like it's a detective it's, cop man, right? Or cop car. I mean, it's perfect. It's it's it's. I think it's a perfect Will Ferrell movie. It is um, because Will Ferrell plays Will Ferrell yeah. and Mark Wahlberg plays Mark Wahlberg. Right. I mean, yeah, they oh, both. The, it, yeah. They both, you know, do their typecasting. And they work well and they, so yeah. well together. Who would have fucking thought that that would work well? Not me. Right. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but yeah, and then Step Brothers. I mean, it fucking yeah. Step Brothers is, is, is iconic. I right. would say just as, if not more iconic uh, than Anchorman. Step Brothers? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would put it up. I would rank what it about, up there with them. What's about you? Um, So between Asshole. Step Brothers, <laughs> it, it's probably between three movies. So. Uh, Anchorman, obviously. That's not um, really a desert land. Uh, a desert island. Answer. You're desert, right. Desert, yeah, desert you're right. It's, I mean, so if we're doing desert island, like legitimate, like I'm taking Anchorman. Like I'm gonna watch yep. Anchorman over and over again. That's and I'm gonna be cool with it. But if I had, if it's like making me choose between my children, like Step Brothers <laughs> and Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights is so. It's very not politically correct at all. No. But it is so funny. Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, God. Um, John C. Riley. Uh, uh, dude, there's. I'm drawing a blank on fucking names right now. But it's it's got the same cast that Anchorman has in it, and the same cast that's, yeah. that Step Brother has in it. All uh-huh. the all the same guys that that are in those movies together. But yeah, Talladega Nights is great. Step mm-hmm. Brothers is great. Yep. And Anchorman, but I, I, I guess the the consistent one for you and me both is Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. We, maybe we should great, do Step Brothers at yeah, some point. Maybe we should. That is a that is a John C. Riley's fucking amazing. He's so funny. I witness you with my eyes. Put your testicles on my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so good. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see here. I think we should hop into some trivia. Mexican restaurant Veronica visits with uh, the girls from the the station is named Escupimos en su alimento. In Spanish, that means we spit on your food. <laughs> it was a goofy little fucking thing that they put in there. Um, okay. The, yeah, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, many of the act, many of the actors and actresses were so good at improv- improvisation. They would sometimes do up to 20 different versions of reaction lines, uh, trying out the first thing that popped into their heads. Um, we talked about that a little bit. Um, this is the one that I was talking to you a little bit before. Um, so the film had been pitched to DreamWorks about 20 times before. Following Maybe. the success, yeah, following the success of Old School and Elf, uh, DreamWorks had little faith in the film, doubting Will Ferrell and Adam McKay could pull off the entire base of, new a- of, of news anchors. Uh, the film grossed $84 million domestically, and McKay had so much extra footage that he was able to make a second film out of it. Um, 
Will Ferrell graduated from college with a degree in journalism. He anchored the local news a few times before breaking into comedy. So he did have a background in 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 being a anchor man. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, co-writer and director Adam McKay has said that in the first draft of the script, this this is this is funny as hell, and I would have loved to see this movie. Um, so co-writer and director Adam McKay said that in the first draft of the script, the story was about a plane load of anchor of news anchors who crash in the mountains and discover that the plane which they collided was carrying monkeys with martial arts equipment, leading to a battle between cannibalistic newsmen and star-throwing monkeys. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> this movie could not have been more different than what they than what they actually made. Like, I would have loved to see that movie. It would have yeah, been hilarious. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Um, Make it happen. Right, no shit. Adam McKay's daughter, uh, Lily Rose McKay, makes a cameo as a girl insulting Ron while he, she's walking on the street. Adam McKay's wife, Shira Piven, plays the girl's mother. Um, their, oh, sorry, their other daughter, Pearl McKay, would later make a similar cameo in Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, as the girl who insults Ron while he's presenting at SeaWorld. Um, I like that he puts his family in his movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see here. First part of Adam McKay's and Will Ferrell's mediocre American Man trilogy. Uh, the second was Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Rick and Bobby. The third was Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. On all parts, McKay works as the director, Ferrell's the main actor, and they both work as writers on the projects. Yeah. Um, let's see. Will Ferrell has played flute since elementary school. What? Yeah. So he actually... I, I don't think that it's possible for someone to play the flute like it was played. Um, but he, he yeah, knew how to play the flute. It's not humanly possible. Yeah. That, that's crazy. <laughs> he knew how to play the flute, though, so that was cool. Um, John C. Riley was offered a role, but turned it down because he was filming The Aviator in 2004. He said that he regrets the decision. He was cast later as a cameo in Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. Yeah, he should fucking regret that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, the first draft the of the aviator. What the fuck? Yeah, not I, I. I've never seen it. I think that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, is also, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the that's the one. Um, and he about was still. Flying, I'm yeah. guessing. <laughs> I've never seen yeah, it. I'm gonna take a wild hunch and say it's about flying. It's about planes or some shit. Let's see. The first draft of the screenplay included suggested actors for various roles: Champ Kine, John C. Riley, Brick Tamlin, Chris Parnell, who was also in the movie. Brian Fantana was supposed to be Ben Stiller. Ed Harkin was supposed to be Ed Harris. Garth Holliday was supposed to be Dan Aykroyd. And uh, Frank Vickard, uh, Vichard sorry, was supposed to be Alec Baldwin. Mm. The script also s- specified another member of the news team, Marshall Connors, with William H. Macy suggested for the part, which would have been something. I would have liked that. Yeah. I like William H. Macy. Yeah, no, I, I no problems with William H. Macy. It would have been cool to see him in it. Um, let's see here. During an October 2019 AV Club interview with Tim Robbins, he mentioned that he agreed to, agreed to take on the small roles in High Fidelity to, in 2000 and Anchorman, even though he would be paid very little for the roles because they promised to make him a custom wig for each of those roles, both of which he got to keep after filming ended. Robbins said that he still owns the wigs in 2000, as of 2019 and often uses them as Halloween costumes, including the wig from the Pick of Destiny um, that he for the small role that he played. So he he's just out here taking roles, movies and, and just to, roles get, the and movies to get the fucking wigs, fucking custom wigs. That's fucking cool. <clears throat> yeah, this is a weird one. Maggie Gyllenhaal auditioned for the role of Veronica. That would have been weird. I don't think. 
I, I can only picture her as Rachel Dawes in the Batman movies. Like, I, I can't imagine her playing Veronica Corningstone in Anchorman. I think she could do it. You think I so? I, I mean, I haven't seen her in a comedic role. Um, yeah, neither have I. I mean, but I don't think Veronica was really... Uh, you don't have to be comedic, really. She's very serious yeah, in this movie. The Ron carried the whole... Right. Their back and forth and everything, yeah. so... Um, some cameos included Seth Rogen, Jack Black, Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Danny Trejo, Tim Robbins, Judd Apatow, Luke Wilson, and the director Adam McKay. Um, just stacked. Stacked with cameos. Yeah. Uh, the movie's epilogue claims that Brick went on to become a top advisor in George W. Bush's presidential administration. Steve Carell went on to play Bush's Secretary of Defense, Donald Rumsfeld, in Vice, also directed in 2018, also directed by Adam McKay. Which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Carell, David Kochner, 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 uh, Will Ferrell, and Jack Black also appeared in The Office together in 2005. They were all part of different episodes of The Office, which is another one of my like absolute obsessions. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, great movie, great show. Yeah, great show. Uh, f- let's see. This movie features five former Saturday Night Live cast members. Will Ferrell, David Kochner, Fred Armiston, Ben Stiller, and Chris Parnell. Director Adam McKay is also a former writer for the show, um, which just leads it to basically being a Saturday Night Live film. And I was thinking about yeah. this. I was thinking about this the other day um, when I was watching this. Is I could go back and list some of the greatest comedies of all time, and a lot of them are all either tied to Saturday Night Live being yeah. like having writers or or actors from Saturday Night Live on them. Or being rewritten from Saturday Night Live skits like yeah. Night, at, Night at the Roxbury, yep. uh, the Blues mm-hmm. Brothers, uh, MacGruber. Um, I think Billy Madison was as well. I don't think it was a character, but it had all the Saturday Night Live dudes. In right. It. Yeah. Um, Chris Farley and um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it, it's it's crazy the 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 comedic talent that Saturday Night Live has given us, but. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for this fantastic movie. This is a Honestly, great fucking movie. Yeah, it's Historical. so good. Historical. I could do so much more on this movie. We just ain't got the time to do it. This is one of those episodes that I might be able to dedicate like a second episode to. It's just we it's could. just so yeah, much easily. shit with it for yeah. sure. And maybe at some point we'll uh, we'll do the second Anchorman movie and we'll we'll discuss that one as well. So for sure. Um, again, I, I thank all of you guys for uh, for stopping by and, and listening to us. And, uh, you stay classy the San Diego. Thanks a Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and this concludes our Legend series. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash after the credits TJ and leave us a voice message to be featured on a future episode. You can find all of our past episodes there too, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and every other major platform you can think of. Make sure to follow us online to hear what cool things we have coming up. Head over to our Facebook and Instagram at AfterTheCredits.tv to let us know what movies you think we should cover next. We love you more than Ron Burgundy loves Veronica Corningstone. That's a wrap. <laughs>